You know that one character in Hollywood movies that is the most paranoid or fearful is the one that usually doesn't make it in the movie or has the most problems. In that regard, life is actually more Hollywood than we'd like it to be. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, helping you unlock your unique code of happiness. Now, I know I've mentioned the importance of experiencing states of unhappiness and really kind of looking at the feedback that we get when we experience these states of happiness or when we encounter that. And since there are so many different type of ways we can experience unhappiness, that increases the amount of learning opportunities that we'll have. Now, that being said, states of unhappiness are not always the most pleasant states to experience. And it is, of course, so as such, a lot of people get a little fearful about states of unhappiness. Now, there are states of unhappiness that are just mere annoyances. However, there are states of unhappiness like despair or heartbreak that are drive people to kind of run away from and to be afraid of that. And what I'm here to talk about today is that when we fear unhappiness, when you fear unhappiness or states of unhappiness and not recognize that it is a normal course of happenings that happen in life as a way of feedback, we could potentially be chasing away happiness by maintaining these fear states of unhappiness. Because what will happen is you'll end up creating a lifestyle that is geared towards preventative uh, behavior patterns to help prevent these states of unhappiness to happen. This is what happens when people work and make money just for security because it's the fear of not having, which then, weirdly enough, creates states of not having. What you plan for, what you are afraid of, you increase the possibility of happening because you're putting a lot of energy into that. And you may have heard this before, what you focus on expands. What you put energy into increases the possibility of it happening. So when you have an unhealthy fear of unhappiness or an abundant of fear around states of unhappiness, you will literally chase away happiness because most of the energy and the focus is around the unhappiness piece. We'll talk a little bit about why that happens. Recently, for example, and what inspired this episode was when I came back from the gym the other day and I was finding myself making my shake. You know, I make this little vegan shake where it takes two scoops and what usually what I usually do is I take my little mixer shaker and I fill it with water and then I add some fruit in it then I put the powder in last so it has an easier time because I flip it upside down to mix it well this time I actually put a little bit too much water a little bit too much fruit and so I was like how do I get my two scoops in because it looks like there's only room for one and I said, hmm, I think I can do it. I just need to make sure the powder doesn't fall off. And so as I was scooping it out, I was like, okay, I put it on and I stacked it up pretty high. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I hope it doesn't fall. I hope it doesn't fall. I hope it doesn't fall. And then there was a little tiny jerk that happened as I was moving the shaker. 
And sure enough, a big chunk of the powder just fell all over the counter. And what I envisioned and feared what was going to happen. Now, again, it's not one of those fears that's going to like freeze us. So in spite of that, I was still making my shake. I didn't stop making my shake. I realized something. It's like, this is exactly what I was afraid of. This is exactly what I thought that I didn't want to happen. Yet here it is happening. Now, I know it's just a shake. I know it's just a powder and it seems inconsequential. But imagine doing this to different areas of our life where it becomes even more consequential. The energy is the same. The focus is the same. The behavior pattern is the same. In fact, if it's something that is consequential, we might even put even more fear into it, more energy into it. And so what we fear, we end up manifesting and creating, or at the very least, facilitate and increase the possibility of what we fear happening. So I sat back and I said, wow, I totally made this happen because there have been other times before where I balanced even more precarious powdered pillars <laughs> above my shake and it didn't fall. And I celebrated because I guess in those moments, I wasn't afraid of it falling. I was challenging myself to see if I can create a perfect pillar that will then get squashed by the little blades that I use to mix it up. So that's what I thought about. I said, hmm, where else am I doing this? And where else do other people do this? And though it may seem something trivial over a shake, as Dan Kennedy would say, how we do one thing is how we do everything. I'm not sure if he said that, but let's just say he did. <laughs> now, how this works, what makes this happen? Let's talk a bit, talk about it on a psychological, scientific level. Okay, let's talk about how it works on the unconscious mind. Because remember, the unconscious mind is responsible for so much of our autonomous activities, activities that we're not obviously conscious about, but is critical for our own existence. It helps us make emotional response, decisions, hold all the programs and patterns that we need to survive. So how do we get the unconscious mind to respond? It's not through words, but through creating internal representations. So what happens is when we fear something, the unconscious mind doesn't understand the language. It's like, you know, okay, well, we're afraid of this. And so if you say the unconscious mind, we're afraid of this, but we don't tell the unconscious mind what to do with that fear. All it holds in the mind, in your mind at that moment, is that image of what you fear. And the more energy and the more focus you put on that, the more the unconscious mind starts to think that maybe that's the goal that you want because that's all you're thinking about. The unconscious mind is a very simple component of our of our thinking. It's it's very efficient. It's very quick. And so it starts to delete, distort and generalize extra words and just holds on to the internal representation or rather the image that we've created in our mind to represent our fear. If we don't give any other instructions on what to do with that fear, which is what most of us do to keep the fear around, we tell the unconscious mind, hey, on so many ways, on so many levels, help me get this. And this is why a lot of times when we put so much energy and we have so much fear, it's not because it's a, see, I, I knew it was coming. No, it's more like, see, you made it happen. When people say, see, I knew that was, this is what I was afraid of. 
and they say it's justified. What you're really saying is, see, I made it happen. I told my unconscious mind to help facilitate a series of unconscious decisions and actions so that I can make this image that I put so much energy and focus on into a reality. So we've all done it. We've all said it before as adults or even as children. Like say, see, this is exactly what I was afraid of and this is exactly what happened. And the translation of that is, see, look what I made. Look, Ma, look what I did with my unconscious mind. Now, on a metaphysical level, how does this work? Well, while you're busy infusing your energy and focus on that image on your mind, guess what the rest of your body is doing? It's getting into alignment with that frequency. What happens is it starts to tune because the mind is basically responsible, connects with every part of our body. We need our mind to get our body to function, to move, to process, to stay alive, to produce cells, to kill cells off, to do all those things, what we need to do to continue to evolve and grow. So while the mind is holding that focus and that energy, it's sending these micro instructions to your entire existence, to your entire physical body to start to function in a certain way. And while it's functioning in that way, as it's operating its existence, while it's living and it's processing energy and you know the mechanism of what it does to stay alive with the processing of the ATP and conversion to energy, it is outputting a frequency. And that frequency then is going to provide a resonance, a harmony to attract a particular frequency and it'll also create, like with every frequency out there, if you learn from radio frequencies or physics or anything like that, it'll also create a dissonance. And dissonance, of course, is called repulsion. It will repel certain types of frequencies. So if you think about it, as you are infusing your unconscious mind with all that you fear about those states of unhappiness, what you're going to start to do is tune your body to resonate and harmonize with the frequency of that fear, which will then what? Attract that fear. Make it easy for that frequency of fear within the world that you live in to easily come into your space. What do we then do for the dissonance of that frequency is the dissonance of the opposite of what it is that you fear, which is not the states of unhappiness, but the states of happiness that are now being repelled by the frequency you're outputting by putting that focus and energy on the unconscious level. This is what happens when we fear states of unhappiness. When we fear circumstances that aren't going to contribute to our happiness, we actually increase the possibility of that happen. Now, it's not to say, like I was saying in a previous episode, that we just completely go la, 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 and we ignore states of unhappiness. We just don't welcome it. And when it happens, we embrace it as feedback to give us a higher possibility of greater happiness down the road. So the easy solution for this, if you realize, oh my God, I'm totally doing this, is that when you are experiencing states of happiness, just be ready and be willing to embrace the states of happiness. Welcome it, if you will. Should it happen, great. Let's look at the lessons and the learnings that are potentially awaiting us by fully embracing those states of unhappiness as it shows up. If there are no states of unhappiness show up and you're just doing preventative type of living or behavior pattern, 
when you start to think about the the apprehension or the fear of certain states of unhappiness, things that you don't want, things that you don't like, things that you know it doesn't feel good and doesn't contribute to your states of happiness, immediately interrupt that so it doesn't get too infused into your unconscious mind and ask yourself, well, what do you want instead? If this is something that you're afraid of having, this state of happiness, what do you want instead? When you do this effectively, what it'll do is it'll cancel and shift the unconscious focus so you aren't just seeing the yang, you're also seeing the yin too. You see more than just the dark, you see the light as well. You get the whole entire picture. Embracing the possibility of both light and dark, happiness and unhappiness, increases your choices and opportunity awareness. So your unconscious mind can help you make the best choice for you and your happiness. And when you get the unconscious mind to do that, this is what we're talking about. Happiness then starts to come in in spades. Happiness starts to flow in with grace and ease. Why? Because at the end of the day, one of the prime directives of your unconscious mind is the preservation of self. And what better way to preserve self than to create greater states of happiness, which then encourages healing, encourages growth, encourages longevity. And it just feels darn good. Once we start to retrain or train our minds to do that, then the, the metaphysical piece gets handled all on its own as well. And I think that's it for this episode. <laughs> if you got some good nuggets of happiness, fearing, inducing inspiration, or happiness, unhappiness, fearing, <laughs> remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone who you know that may be fearing states of unhappiness and would like more happiness that you care about. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels or you can visit me at heyitsway.com. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, ask what you want instead of that state of unhappiness and choose happiness. <laughs> <laughs>